Okay, so we're, on the, we're two days away from the UFC 189. Uh, you travel the world with the UFC, managing these events from a PR perspective. Give us a sense of the, the, the extra scale of this event. Just, just how big this is compared to a standard, regular pay-per-view. It's massive. It, it's far greater than a typical pay-per-view. If there was anything that reminded me of it, it's UFC 100, and it's Shale and Anderson when they fought for the first time at 48, and then again uh, was the 62, I believe. Uh, it's so big. There's so much media. We'll have a record number of media here from all over the world. We have the United States, Toronto, Canada. We've got Australia. We've got obviously the UK. Uh, we've got all different parts of Europe and Asia, Australia. They're coming from everywhere. And the, here's the best problem we have. I don't have enough seats for the media. Um, so there'll be many of our media working out of our media center and our auxiliary areas. It's, it's madness, and, and we're loving every second of it. There's a lot of moving parts. Of course. Things can change at the drop of a hat. We saw it with uh, Jose Aldo on the injury. It kind of dragged out for a few days while things were being sorted out. Um, how, how agile do you have to be as a company and, and, and being prepared for these sort of unexpected dropouts to happen? Um, how important is the role of the matchmakers in this sort of From a sports uh, event perspective, from a live events company perspective, we're among the most agile you'll ever see. I mean, um, it's not a great thing, but we've dealt with this before. Obviously, we've seen injuries and other situations force us to make changes. We have, and this is not promoter speak, this is not some kind of uh, self-promotion I'm doing here for the company. We have some of the most adaptable employees, um, whether it be our, our crew that sets up the octagon, the people that book the arenas, our marketing team, our creative team. What people don't realize is when cards change, our creative team, our production team, our PR team, we all go into overdrive trying to update. Um, so we're used to these situations. That's what makes the fight game so much fun. Um, you never know what you're going to get. Um, a lot of energy goes into it. Though. We, typically, it'd be great to announce a card and then show up and everything be the same. But um, it does add a little bit of, of drama, add a little bit of history. And I think um, while it's unfortunate we're not getting the Jose Aldo Conor McGregor fight, um, Chad Mendes has stepped in admirably. We haven't missed a beat. Yeah, and when when that fight was uh, being re rejuggled, if you like, obviously Frankie Edgar was was, yes. uh, was interested yes. in that fight. Give us an idea of what sort of decision making process actually occurs when they actually get to the point where they say, right, we're going to go with Chad rather than Frankie. Because a lot of people, I think, would have picked Frankie initially. Yeah, of course, and we understand that. We have two of the best matchmakers in the world, and, and Joe Silva and Sean Shelby. They quickly huddle with Dana and Lorenzo and our executive team, and they make those decisions based on a variety of factors. I think the decision regarding Chad Mendez, um, while it's juggled the past couple of weeks, he's the number one contender. Um, his two sole losses in his entire career are to Jose Aldo. And look, let's be frank here. Frankie Edgar is so talented. He's our former 105-pound, 55-pound champion. Um, there's a title date in his future if he keeps doing what he's doing. So I know he's disappointed, and I know his fans in New Jersey and all across the world are disappointed. Uh, but from a matchmaking perspective, this was the fight we went with. And uh, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I'd tell you Frankie Edgar will probably be in the title picture sooner rather than later. Um, Conor McGregor has uh, made no secret of the fact that this is the Conor McGregor show. Um, the other, you know, the opponent might have changed, but everything else has stayed the same. He's dealt with the change incredibly well as well, and I think in some quarters he hasn't maybe had the credit he deserves for that. Chad obviously stepped in, had a lot of credit, and justly so. Um, how, as, as someone who works and heads up the PR side, give us a sense of what's Conor kind of like to work with. Conor's fantastic. Uh, and I legitimately mean that. I've had the, the great fortunes of working with many of our big stars, from Rhonda to Chuck, uh, John, George St. Pierre, you name them. I, I've worked with them, and, and I'm blessed to do so. 
Conor McGregor understands the promotional game um, so well. In that regard, he's a lot like Ronda. They get it. They understand the value. You can go in there and be the best fighter in the world. But at the end of the day, people have to fork over their hard-earned dollar to, to want to watch you and enjoy you. He gets it. Um, he definitely marches to the beat of his own drum. He understands it lives in the moment, but also has a bigger picture. He's, uh, he's a special guy. And win, lose, or draw on Saturday night, I think his mystique and, and his appeal continues to grow. He's clearly one of the best fighters in the world. Jose Aldo versus Conor McGregor, you could argue that it's an even bigger fight. So um, he really, really gets it. He's a joy to work with. He understands all the promotional values that go into this thing. And you know what? He genuinely enjoys his time. Yeah, you see some athletes like in, in all sports, they just focus on the competition. And then when it's over, when the interviews go away, when the bright lights come down, um, they wish they would have savored the moment. Conor is savoring the moment. And as a public relations professional, I'd love to see him do it. Talking of savor in the moment, I understand that the weigh-in is going to be something a little bit special. Intense. So um, we are going to work very hard tomorrow to set a new record for the UFC, a new record here in Las Vegas for ourselves, and a new record in North America. We're going to try to pack 10,000 fans free into the MGM Grand Garden Arena. We've set the stage way back in the arena. We're going to have all the open bowl seating. Um, it's going to be a special, special atmosphere. Um, tomorrow, for the first time, Chad Mendez and Joseph Pals will be Conor McGregor and look each other in the eye. Jose Aldo will be watching somewhere. There's just so much drama going on with this fight. People forget the number one welterweight in the world is taking on the number two welterweight in the world, Robbie Lawler. Roy McDonald, um, you've got so many great fights. Brandon Dash versus Tim Means is a great fight. Thomas Almeida, an up-and-comer at the Bantamweight Division against Brad Pickett, a guy I've started with in the WEC, and I have such a soft spot for. Um, this card's loaded, and I can't wait. Brilliant. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Likewise. Cheers.